Hey guys, I love, love, love that you're listening to the podcast. I truly hope it's bringing you just a ton of value. But if you ever wanted to check out the video version of these podcasts, then you should head over to YouTube. You know, they're going to have more effects, more visual stuff like that. And that, that can help the message sometimes just hit a little bit different and, you know, reinforce the, the lesson in a better way. So you can check that out. It's completely free. Go over to YouTube, search for Anthony Vecino. It'll pop up. And if that's not what you're into, then cool. Just enjoy the show and let's get to it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I just was scrolling through Twitter here and I saw an interesting tweet that I thought I would do a react to. This one's interesting because it's about habits and I love habits. Habits are like the cheat code, the unlock to becoming more than what we are. I think, who was it? A.G. Whitehead who said that civilization progresses based on the number of activities it can automate or something to that effect or number of activities it can do without consciously thinking about them, which is habits, right? So I'm all about building good, strong habits, trying to remove the bad ones from my life. And so this this tweet that says, Habits with the highest ROI for me in 2023. I thought, hey, that's interesting. There's like five or six here that we'd unpack them and 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 uh, kind of grade them. So first habit, 10,000 steps per day. This is an interesting one. 10,000 is an arbitrary number, um, but there is a number that is scientifically proven to, sh- to be shown to be correlated or causation, I don't know. Uh, we'll go with correlated. Correlated to overall mental well-being and mental health. There's a certain number of steps. If you take over this number of steps in a day, this, 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 the studies are very, very concrete that people who take more than these steps in a day feel a certain level of happiness far greater and above the people who take less or fewer than these this number of steps. It is The number is not 10,000 though. The number is a little bit less than you might think. It's right around, I, I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's like 4,762 or something like that, which is actually a very doable amount of steps. 10,000 is kind of a lot, not a ton, but it's it's a good amount of walking. But if there is anything I could I could encourage you to like get into your, your life is to take more than 5,000, well, we'll just round up to 5,000 steps a day. There has There's very strong evidence to suggest that this will lead to improved mood and, and mental health. Reason for this is just a baseline amount of movement required in a day. Um, less than this, if you're sitting around in your chair in your office all day and you're not taking a 5,000 steps in a day, then yeah, your energy levels are going to be low. It's going to affect your mood. It's going to affect your, your mental outlook on the world. So go take your 5,000 steps. Good habit. I like that one. All right, next one. Eat more whole foods. I don't know what that means. Whenever somebody says eat more whole foods, I don't, I don't understand what that means. I think they're saying don't eat processed food, but even that's tricky because like, what does it mean to be processed? Kind of like everything is processed to a degree, right? Like plucking an apple off of a tree, there's a process to that. So I don't know those, those terms, those words, um, uh, I get the sentiment behind it. Eat clean, eat nutritious, eat things that are calorically or, um, nutritionally dense. I don't, I don't know how to put this. I think we all understand intuitively what he, what's trying to be said here when it says eat more whole foods. Um, I would, I would just say, I would shorten this to eat less foods that cause you inflammation. That could be dairy. It could be soy. It could be alcohol. Um, inflammation, I think, is something that we all take for granted. We don't understand it. But for me, when I started getting really serious about eliminating foods that caused inflammation in my life, my brain fog went away. My energy levels were through the roof. I felt fantastic. My digestion, my um, everything got way, way better. So figure out what like those foods are for you. Get enough protein. I think that's a really clear, easy, obvious one. Eat more greens. 
Um, and beyond that, like figure out your macro situation. That's what, what I try to do. And then eliminate sugar. Try to eliminate sugar and alcohol. You're going to be doing pretty good. Next one, no phone in bedroom. I love this one too. I think there's, uh, again, strong evidence, uh, psychological studies that have been shown that waking up in the middle of the night and checking your phone, just getting a little bit of artificial light in your eyes at like 2 a.m. is linked with like a higher prevalence of psychosis. Like it's, it's very, very dramatic. Beyond that though, just having your phone in your bedroom means that you're not doing the thing that you're in your bedroom to do, which is sleep and or other activities. And the phone isn't really necessarily bringing you any value. It's just hyper stimulating your brain. It's probably hitting you with a lot of blue light. And so making it harder to get that good, good sleep. All things told, nothing wrong with getting your phone out of the bedroom. I'm all for that. Next is early morning sunlight. This comes from our boy, Andrew Huberman. The Huberman podcast is a mandatory listening for everybody out there who wants to just be a, um, uh, a better human, <laughs> like live this life a little bit better. I think it's a fantastic podcast, but he talks a lot about the importance of resetting your circadian rhythm, setting your mood and priming yourself for a great day by just getting enough sunlight into your eyeballs in the morning. This is beyond um, dispute at this point. There's so much research to suggest and support that early morning sunlight is, is very good for you. So I encourage you to do that. Now, if you live in a place like I do in Minnesota, where we don't get a lot of early morning sunlight during like six, seven months of the year, then I would encourage you to get a, hap a happy lamp or some red light therapy panels. I have both. Um, I get seasonal affective disorder, so I need to get those so I get enough vitamin D and like light in my life. But uh, those, those have helped me quite a lot. So I, I would encourage you to do that. Next one is a daily gratitude practice. Okay, so this one is the first one I'm probably gonna like disagree with a little bit from the sense that I had a daily gratitude practice for like five, six years. I would sit down, I would journal three things I was grateful for. I would send gratitude, letters, all these things. Like I made a big effort because I don't in, in, I don't by default lean on gratitude. I don't feel grateful very often. And so it's not an emotion that I, it comes easy to me. And so I had the gratitude journal and I found some benefits there. Again, psychological research suggests that feeling more grateful can lead to more productivity and like better life outcomes and all this stuff. But the problem for me was gratitude started becoming a to-do list item where it was just checking a box and it wasn't actually connecting to the deeper emotion that gratitude was trying to elicit. And I think it's more important than having a daily gratitude practice to figure out how to just feel more grateful every day. And for, for whatever reason, when I stopped the gratitude practice and then I instead just made an effort spontaneously throughout my week, not even on a daily basis, just spontaneously to try and connect to some deep, deep felt gratitude, that was much more beneficial for me than just having a daily habit or to-do list item every morning when I woke up. So that one I really struggled with. It, has, it was beneficial. I do, I do think gratitude is an important thing that we can implement into our lives, but we got to be careful that we don't bastardize the process and just turn it into another to do. Okay. Lift weights four times per week. Yeah, I would, I would agree with this. I would, I would go so far as to say lift heavy week, uh, lift heavy weights four times a week, run really hard or do some really heavily strenuous cardiovascular activity two to three times a week, do, um, ample stretching multiple times a week and you'd be doing pretty good. Like your body is the vehicle carrying you through life. So you need to keep it primed and tuned up. And if you do that, then the quality of your existence is just going to be way, way higher than the alternative. So why wouldn't you do this? 
And then last one, he says, write 300 plus words per day. Um, I love the sentiment of this one. I disagree with the number of words. I think that's completely arbitrary. It doesn't matter. Don't put, don't confine yourself in that way unless your goal is to become a professional writer. More importantly is just having the habit of writing daily. Get a journal, get on your computer, whatever, you, make a tweet, like email yourself. I don't care how you do it. Make a practice of writing for a specific period of time. Maybe that's 30 minutes a day, 20, whatever you can, you can do for yourself. Make that a habit because I do think that writing is just you know, thinking made physical. So there's a lot of benefit to doing that, but don't put the like the pressure on yourself to say, I'm going to do 300 words or not. Like, I think that's completely arbitrary. So those are, how many were there? There's like seven or eight habits there. These are, these are pretty good. I would, I would give these an A plus overall a couple that I disagree with thematic, like not thematically, but specifically. Um, but yeah, give these a shot and let me know how they go for you. Let me know in the comments. Shoot me a message, DM on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you guys listen into this. Um, I try my best to respond to all of them. But um, if I don't respond to you, just keep pinging me until I finally do. Um, I promise I won't be upset with you. Uh, I'm, just a, I'm just slow sometimes. So but as always, guys and gals, I uh, appreciate you being here. Uh, I'll see you back around these parts tomorrow. But until then, stay hyper-focused, my friend. Hey, real quick, guys, I don't know if you know this, but each week I put together an exclusive newsletter for our subscribers that covers things like uh, entrepreneurship, investing, wealth building, productivity, and personal development. Also, you get some pretty cool behind the scenes content that the rest of the world just will never get to see. So if you're interested in joining us, get over to beyondtheapex.com slash newsletter to join the tens of thousands of other subscribers getting their weekly five to thrive. All right, let's get into the show.